Hello, this is Josh Belk with the Belk on Business Podcast. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Uh, probably maybe, I don't know, maybe a year and a half or so ago, recorded a podcast on what is a fractional CFO and uh, talked a little bit through some, uh, some basically just some real high-level uh, types of areas that a fractional CFO works in. And uh, this past week, I was out in, in, uh, in Salt Lake City and had the opportunity to uh, sit down and, and work with a couple, uh, you know, good-sized businesses out there, and, and spent one day on site at each location. And in preparation for that, I kind of I went through and and kind of uh, really just worked on uh, a lot of as far as what, uh, not necessarily for these, uh, particularly for these businesses, but I had some long flights flying out west. So kind of just went through and jotted down just kind of a list of questions that uh, we see many times with businesses as we work for uh, work with them. Uh, as well as uh, uh, different areas that we want to focus on in different phases of the business. Uh, What I'm going to do in today's podcast is really kind of just run through real quickly a little bit of a a quick uh, snapshot of that prior podcast, uh, make a couple additional comments in regards to that, and then uh, and then move into uh, really uh, what we want to focus on in different phases of the business. And then I think next week we'll start picking up on just some of the common list of questions that we see as we work with businesses uh, as, a, as a fractional CFO. So fractional CFO, uh, what is it? Uh, many times uh, a, um, a fractional CFO is called in for a number of different reasons. And, and uh, I say even uh, many times an owner will, uh, will ask for for fractional CFO to, to come in, not really knowing exactly what they need. And so uh, when we go in as a fractional CFO, we're, we're looking for a few different areas uh, or a few different uh, pain points that is possible that uh, this entity may have. So part of the process is uh, looking at the accounting processes. Uh, fractional CFO can come in bringing experience, uh, knowing what has worked in other businesses. They'll go through a review uh, the uh, um, the reporting process, uh, who's reporting to whom, uh, what's involved there, and then really kind of identifying what are those metrics, uh, what are the KPIs that the that the the business owner or a division leader uh, may need to look at as it relates to making decisions within their business or within their department. Uh, uh, really doing uh, financial analysis beyond just the financial statements. Uh, many times, uh, people think uh, when they when they think of accounting reports, they think of of um, the balance sheet, an income statement, uh, maybe a statement of cash flows, uh, but really uh, uh, expanding that analysis into into other areas. Uh, maybe building out scorecards, uh, dashboards, etc. Uh, next, evaluating the technology uh, to see uh, where there are possible uh, uh, areas for uh, um, for improved efficiency, and maybe bringing technology in uh, to be able to uh, to resolve that. And we'll talk about all these a little bit more uh, next week if we start get, uh, start getting into the uh, specific areas or questions uh, that many times we get answered. Uh, and I, I don't think I talked about this uh, the last time, but uh, sometimes there just needs to be some consulting. Uh, it might be the uh, the full time CFO or the controller. Um, uh, some uh, the, some financial leaders in the business that may just need some some consulting or some mentoring. Sometimes it may be the CEO that needs uh, that need, just needs some mentoring, and a fractional CFO can come in and and uh, and provide those types of services, give a little bit of a different perspective as it relates to the the issues uh, inside of their business and inside of their industry. Uh, they can provide guidance uh, for each stage of growth uh, or each stage of the business. And, uh, and I'll talk about that a little bit more here in just a moment. Uh, and then, as I mentioned, provide mentorship to the, uh, to the accounting team or to the, uh, to the leadership. And uh, we'll see many times us uh, coming in and, and uh, filling that seat, even not as a fractional CFO, but as an accounting firm, kind of coming in and, and helping to mentor uh, the, uh, the financial leaders within a, within a business. Crisis management. 
uh, your mind can kind of go crazy here, but really kind of going through what are we dealing with, prioritizing what crises that need to be ad uh, addressed. Uh, in the in the short term, uh, which ones can can wait a little while, making sure that we we uh, we have those prioritized and, uh, and then address them uh, as appropriate. And then a relationship building, uh, whether uh, with the bank, whether with shareholders, whether with vendors, uh, kind of step uh, stepping in and working in that area. We have a, a local uh, nonprofit here that we're uh, that that we have uh, some nonprofits in the past we've stepped in in that role, and one currently that we're working on. Well, there were some issues uh, going on, and and uh, we've been hired to kind of come in and help uh, be able to kind of calm uh, some of the, uh, the, the kind of the, the negativity, uh, the, the problem within those relationships. So we'll get into potential issues questions uh, next week, but today I want to talk a little bit about uh, um, different phases of the business and uh, where, where as it relates to a fractional CFO or sometimes an accounting firm coming in and helping. Uh, so uh, opportunities by phase. So uh, I, and so not necessarily. This is not at all meant to be a, a sales podcast by any stretch of the imagination. Actually, the, uh, um, the there's nothing actually involved in the podcast as it relates to the accounting firm that I own. But I really want to kind of just help you think about as you're going through these uh, different phases of the business. Uh, some uh, different areas that you're going to want to focus on and think about. First, uh, early on. So we talk about the early on, and I'm not going to, there, there are, of course, a lot of people out there with different names for these different phases. Um, so I'm just going to kind of be general here. Uh, first, uh, kind of the early phase or the startup phase, early on in the phase, of the uh, uh, early on in the business, what are some areas you're going to want to think about? Uh, first of all, uh, as it relates to the uh, the accounting side of things, to the finance side of the business, is what is that ecosystem going to look like? Who's going to be involved? What sort of platform am I going to use? How am I going to to get my reports? Uh, how am I going to get the information that I need? And then beyond that, what information do I need to be able to run and operate my business through the accounting ecosystem? Uh, tax compliance. How am I going to set up my business for tax purposes? Am I going to be a single member LLC taxed as a uh, sole proprietor? Uh, do I want to set up an S-Corp, a C-Corp? Uh, how, do, how do I want to function my business? So I'm bringing partners in. Is a partnership uh, uh, something I need to consider? And uh, so uh, understanding what is that tax structure going to look like and the, and the compliance piece as well. Hiring employees, uh, making sure that I have the people in place uh, to be able to, to make sure that, um, uh, that my business stays compliant. I can't tell you the number of businesses uh, that, um, uh, that have called us and they're in the first few years of business and they literally find themselves sunk because they have not addressed the tax compliance piece. They said, okay, I'm going to go out and I'm going to get this idea. I'm going to get the funding I need. I'm going to get this uh, product uh, out to customers. I'm going to provide this service. And uh, they get people alongside of them and they get this thing rolling and they never uh, think about the tax side. And then they end up with this huge tax debt and they end up sunk right off the bat as it relates to, uh, to the tax compliance piece and to making sure that that wasn't addressed. So uh, just a little bit of planning on the front end can really go, really go a long way in helping uh, long-term cash flow as it relates to, uh, to compliance. Uh, next, cash forecasting. Um, so beginning to sit down and look, look at, okay, here are projected sales. Uh, here are my projected um, a cost to be able to run this business. Uh, is this a viable concept, the way, that, uh, that, the way that I'm thinking in my head that it's going to work? So bringing a, a fractional CFO in, bringing an accountant in to be able to help you think through these things uh, can really go a long way in, in making sure that you have the cash flow to be able to sustain that business uh, in the short, mid, and hopefully eventually long term if your business is one that actually does survive past that first three to five year time period. Um, so cash forecasting, extremely important. A lot of people out there, they 
talk about cash flow. They have cash flow on shirts and all this other thing, but they have no idea what that means. Many times people think cash flow is, well, I'll just get another loan. It's going to bring cash into the business with no real uh, uh, plan on getting themselves out of that debt and, and getting, getting their business in a way that is going to be able to cash flow uh, with the um, uh, with the business that it has in place without bringing in other people's cash, giving away equity, uh, bringing on unnecessary loans, etc. And then uh, building out uh, a pro forma on the front end of the business. So building out that uh, building out that plan. And uh, what is this business? How am I going to get through the next six months, 12 months, and then the three to five year plans uh, right off the bat uh, to be able to figure out whether this model is truly going to work. Um, so early on in the cash flow phase of the business, uh, always be evaluating the accounting platform and the, uh, the processes that are involved there. Uh, revenue sourcing. How is my revenue going to come into my business and what are the tax implications? Uh, in, in with this uh, growing complexity in the tax code, it was complex prior to COVID uh, and uh, with what we've seen here in, in some of the latest tax changes here over the last couple of years and what's being proposed, things are only going to get more and more complex. And uh, so understanding uh, what am I dealing with, have that person alongside of you that can, uh, uh, that can work with you and understanding what those, uh, what those laws are, what those rules are, how does it affect your business, what the type of revenue you're bringing in, how is it taxed, and how are you going to manage that tax, mitigate that tax, minimize that tax. Um, so uh, revenue sourcing, the tax implications, uh, and then in the cash flow phase, understanding uh, your liquidity. Uh, is your business truly liquid? Uh, and, and there are uh, metrics out there that can help you understand uh, liquidity. Because sometimes you'll look at a balance sheet, you'll look at a statement of cash flows and get lost. You don't fully understand what's going on there. So bringing somebody in that can help understand uh, what are the liquidity metrics I should be looking at in my business and to be monitoring those when you're in that cash flow uh, phase. Your budgets. Um, so uh, making sure that those are built out. And really, this should be at every phase of the business, uh, but especially when in that cash flow phase, uh, uh, understanding uh, how you're building out a budget, what goes into that budget? What do I need to be budgeting? What are some things I maybe not I'm not thinking about that I need to add into the budget, especially if I'm trying to get into those next phases of business, uh, and then uh, sales efficiency as well. Uh, next, uh, once we get into the scaling side, uh, the uh, um, we're, we're really getting into the execution phase, and so uh, we're going through uh, in the cash flow. We are executing what we plan, but if we get into the scaling, it's going to take even more planning, and then we're getting into that three to five year time frame. And uh, am I, what is that plan? And then what are my steps to execute that plan? And so uh, when you're in the scaling, you're, you're thinking a little bit farther ahead than you are early on. And early on, you're thinking almost paycheck to paycheck. How am I going to make it to, to, you know, to the, and through the next two weeks, the next, the next month, the next uh, few months, the next quarter? Am I able to make it through? When you get into the cash flow, you begin to think kind of into this one to three year time frame. Once you get into the scaling phase, you're thinking three to five years out. So every decision that you make, we're not just thinking, how is it going to affect me this month, but how is it going to affect me in three to five years? And then once you get into the, uh, to, to, into the truly the monetization and then uh, the exit or succession stage, and so once you kind of get into those uh, final stages of business uh, to whether you're wanting to kind of step out of the kind of, a, the, of the CEO role of the business and bring other people in, and uh, that's just become, it really becomes the monetization phase, or you want to exit out of the business altogether and sell it, uh, you're at that point, uh, you may, you're probably going to want to bring somebody in 
to look at uh, due diligence, uh, to look at your liquidity risk, uh, capital structure, and then the key valuation metrics. And these are areas, having worked with businesses that are in this uh, particular phase of business where they're looking to exit, these are extremely important. And uh, this, uh, these areas, uh, I mentioned these words, and you may not fully understand what these mean. Maybe we'll, we'll talk about this a little bit more in a future podcast. Uh, understanding what is that due diligence that is required. Uh, if you've ever tried to sell a business, you understand this. You'll actually hear those words. Uh, the party that's looking into buying your business, they're going to have an attorney, they're going to have an accountant. So you better have an attorney and an accountant on, on your side as well to be able to understand what is that due diligence process, making sure that the uh, communication is there, uh, that uh, that person understands uh, what needs to be provided. Uh, what is the other party looking for? Uh, and uh, how should those questions get answered? Because many, many times it's almost like a job interview. You end up with these questions, and some of them can be very complex, and how you answer them uh, can really determine whether or not you're going to uh, get that sales price you're looking for out of your business. Uh, liquidity risk, uh, not going to get into this. I could really be a standalone a podcast, the, the capital structure, uh, and then also the key valuation metrics. Uh, so all of those uh, different components need to be there uh, once you're into that uh, final uh, phase of your business, and whether it's monetization or especially if you're getting into the point of uh, looking to exit your business or uh, 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 implement your succession plan. So just some ideas, some, some things you're gonna, you'll want to work on depending on what phase of your business. Uh, for most business owners, they'll need to bring somebody in, even as the owner of an accounting firm. Uh, there are times that I'll bring other people in to, uh, to help even with my numbers because sometimes I can get lost in the weeds of my own business and, uh, and not see the, uh, the, the clarity in the numbers that I need to. And so I'll bring other people in, even uh, in my seat, to help me, uh, even though I'm doing the same thing uh, for, for others as well. Hopefully this particular podcast brought you value. I'd encourage you, if you haven't already, please consider subscribing to the Belk on Business podcast. Once again, this is Josh Belk. Have a wonderful day.